Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. It is a rare late-night edition. I've done a couple of these over the course of the history of the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast, and it's been a while. Not since last summer have I done a late-night edition, but got home from work, took some sleep meds, and it hasn't quite kicked in yet. So uh, it was such an eventful day today, and I, I got to cut right, right to it, you know. First of all, Three Rivers Apparel... The number three, Rivers Apparel. Check them out on um, the internet. You can check them out on at Three Rivers Apparel on Twitter. And you can check them out on Facebook. But let's get get right into it as far as the um, the key Brian Hayes play. It just This just blows my mind. And I know that it blows other people's minds in different ways, you know. And I guess that's how people are different, you know. But for me... I'm just trying to figure out how it happened, right? Because Hayes, when asked about it, Hayes said that um, he's always ready for every single pitch, you know? So he basically is like, fuck off, you know? So if he's ready for every single pitch, let me just kind of give you what, you know, the background of this. There's a runner on first base and, you know, less than two outs and whatnot, right? So... They do a hit and run anyway, and the runner goes on contact. So the runner gets a really nice start. Now, the ball goes into right field. So that's where Ben Gamble was. And uh, he really didn't have to move that far to get it. It's just that the runner, pretty fast runner, got a good start on it, right? So the ball is hit into right field. Ben Gamble gets it. And then as the runner is going past third base. And you got to figure that there might be a play at third, right? First to third is usually what you're thinking in this play. (laughs) Key Brian Hayes wasn't even looking at the ball. He's basically standing there, looking straight ahead, just kind of watch the runner go by. His glove is off, and he's eating sunflower seeds. (laughs) I mean, this just blew my mind. Like, I watched it, and I'm trying to figure out how this especially after the explanation and everything, like how this could possibly happen. And I really don't know. I mean, this is a game where, you know, you've seen people make amazing plays, you know, by just being in the game. Like, um, what about the play by um, Derek Jeter, where he came all the way from third base to field a ball to the right of the foul line? the first base foul line, pivot, throw it home, and get the runner at home in a World Series game. Or how about um, Chase Utley? He gets the ball at second, fakes it to second, pivots, throws it home, and gets the runner out in the World Series. I mean, there's great plays like this all the time by players that just, like, never give up on plays, you know, because you never know what's going to happen in sports. And that's the whole point of running out every ground ball, you know? That's the whole point of just, like, playing every play because you never know what's going to happen, you know? And the Pirates don't even play out, you know, all of their plays, let alone, like, really, you know, get into something that might happen. Like, earlier this year, Michael Chavis hit a ball. He thought he hit it pretty well, apparently. It hit the bottom of the wall, and he's still standing there at first base. And the, I'm always watching like the, um, 
the visitor announcers, and they're just like, oh, man, you can't do that, you know? <laughs> but no discipline, no mention of it, nothing, you know? Same thing with O'Neill Cruz. He hit a ball really hard, you know, smacked off the outfield wall and came back to the outfielder, and he got a single out of it. Now, he was standing there at home plate watching it, you know? There was the play where um, Rodolfo Castro had a cell phone in his pocket. I mean, and people make ex- people were making excuses for Castro. Oh, he might have forgot or whatnot. I mean, I have a job that pays a lot less than these guys make. And we know that you're not allowed to bring your cell phone onto the um, floor, you know? And everybody checks their cell phone either in a locker or they leave it in the, um, you know, the... Uh, I guess you would call it like the um, lounge or whatever, you know, the employee lounge or the employee break room or whatnot. Like, that's where I leave my phone, you know. And these are professional players playing baseball, you know, like getting paid to play baseball, you know, like what anybody would want, anybody's dream, you know. And this guy forgets his cell phone, but not only does he forget his cell phone, this is the same guy that was sent down to the minors earlier in the year because he also did not run out a ground ball, you know? So he was already disciplined once. You know what? He wasn't disciplined, you know? Rodolfo Castro was not disciplined on that play. Um, There was no discipline on this play uh, because Key Brian Hayes was in the lineup the next day. There was nothing, you know? The manager just tried to, like, you know, sweep it under the rug or whatnot. There was no discipline to... O'Neill Cruz standing and watching his ball or Chavis standing and watching his ball. None of it, you know? I mean, there's never been anybody disciplined as far as I can see on this Pittsburgh Pirates team for all the shenanigans that go on with this team, you know? Just like embarrassing plays, you know? Just, you know, you have other teams trying to win and other teams really try to win like really hard you know i mean it is the goal of sports you would think is to try to win and you look at some teams like the braves and the um cardinals that are just really good at it and it's everything is about winning you know they draft well they get the right guys they raise them if they have any bad eggs they just cut them you know they give them to teams like the pirates (laughs) so um now the pirates are like way on the other side of the spectrum. Like they don't even try to win, you know? And pretty much every other team in sports that I can think of tries to win. I mean, I know that the Browns haven't won in some time, but they've tried really hard to get good quarterbacks. They just haven't, you know? Same thing with the Jets, you know? They haven't won for a really, really long time, but they've tried to get good quarterbacks. They just haven't gotten one in about, you know, even more time, actually, since the late 60s. When Joe Namath was with the Jets was the last time they had a really good quarterback, you know. They've had a couple guys here and there, like, I don't know, Zonka or whatnot. But you know where I'm getting, you know. But And I guess the Winnipeg Jets are bad. I don't follow hockey, but I guess they haven't been good in a long time. But the only team that I can think that doesn't even make an effort to win is the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I think that's part of why I wanted to do this podcast, you know. I mean, part of it was that I was I love rebuilds. And I was excited to see the Pirates in 2013, 2014, 2015. And then I knew that people were upset about the trade. Um, 
with Tampa Bay, with Glassnow and all those guys. And I just thought it was a fun time to start a podcast about the Pirates, you know, and that I could watch this team um, kind of grow before my eyes, you know. And then what I've learned in just a little more over a year was that, man, this team just really, not only are they incompetent, but they're not really making an effort, you know. Like, they're not really signing anybody ever, you know, because they don't want to spend the money. And the incompetence when it comes to the drafting and just stuff like that is really historic. I mean, they haven't had... There's other teams that draft bad, like the Phillies, but they try to spend a lot of money. And they're a disaster in their own right, you know. And then there's a team that had a bunch of um, prospects, like the Padres, and just made a bunch of bad trades, you know, and got rid of them all. And they're kind of in a bad spot right now. But as far as, like, the Pittsburgh Pirates, they don't draft well and they don't spend any money at all. And they don't care at all about winning. I mean, even when you look at the Pirates... The only thing they really market is like kids day, drone night, fireworks, concerts. It's true. I mean, people joke about it, but it's absolutely true. I mean, they really don't market the baseball winning. You know, they might market some of the players, you know, um, their personalities and whatnot. But actually winning, you know, they don't even pretend that they're going to win. And I know they used to pretend that they were going to win because they actually did win some games in 12, 13, and 14, you know? Like, they would actually pretend that this team would win at some point. But you never hear anybody talk about winning. I mean, sometimes they're asked about winning. Like, Ben Sherrington is asked about winning. And he says, well, we might win quicker than some people think. And the fanboys were all over that, man. They were, like, so excited about it. Well, quicker than might some people might think, you know? And it was all over Twitter. It's just... The fanboy factor is what really gets me. I don't understand it. And I need somebody like Anthony Murphdog to explain it to me. How you can make excuses for something like this play. But all over Twitter, they were making excuses, you know. Not a big deal. You know, enough. If it would have happened to another team, it wouldn't be a big deal. People were just picking on the Pirates, blah, 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 blah. Some guys took it to the next level. Oh, it's racist, to think that, you know, this was a bad play by Key Brian Hayes. Key Brian Hayes' dad comes out and says, why is everybody being so negative? And to me, having watched sports my entire life, I'm 53 years old, it still just blows my mind. I've never seen anything like it where I've seen these other things where people don't run out plays and they get disciplined usually and stuff like that. But I've never seen this where the play happened, you know, he, you know, he didn't have the he had the glove on when when the batter hit the ball because he said he's ready for every pitch. Right. As the runner is running around second, he takes his glove off. So he must have just gotten his glove off as the runners between second and third. <laughs> so as the runners running past him, that's when he grabs the sunflower seeds, <laughs> you know, and then he just kind of watched it happen you know he didn't back up the play he didn't look to see if they were throwing to him he wasn't really paying attention hardly at all you know and then for him to be non-apologetic about it and just say I guess some people were concerned about it but I don't care you know he's unbelievable man I mean and this is why I enjoy doing the Pittsburgh Pirates rant podcast because there's nothing that ever like 
it does surprise me, but it doesn't, you know? Like, there's nothing that you could ever say is beyond the realm of something the Pittsburgh Pirates doing, you know? Whether it's not signing a catcher last year except for some injury-prone dude, you know, whether it's not signing any outfielders last year and, and batting guys like Bly Madris, even though he was batting 100, you know, for months and months, or batting, or you know, signing scrap heap guys like Kai Tom and Van Meter and just playing them game after game after game, like just things that it's really hard to imagine like a professional team would do. And the Pittsburgh Pirates do it, you know? And that's why I say, like, if you're listening to this podcast, enjoy the Pirates, you know, watch the games. You can even go to games. Although if you go to games, I suggest that you just get the tickets off of StubHub because they're rarely more than three or four bucks a piece, especially now that we're into September, sometimes less than that. But, you know, don't take it seriously, you know, don't expect them to win and just, I don't know, man. Just like enjoy the pirates, but don't be afraid to laugh at them because they are a laughing stock. And part of that is the charm, I guess, because there's no other team in sports that does not try to win at all like this team. And maybe they will win by mistake someday because they get all these draft picks and whatnot. I mean, they're manipulating guys. They're pissing off everybody, their own players, you know, from Rowanzi Contreras to probably, um, you know. I mean, obviously, O'Neill Cruz and guys like that, but probably even, like, um, Key Brian Hayes is thinking, like, why should I, like, really pay attention to this team, you know? Like, he signed on long-term to a terrible team, and I still think it's so his dad could get a job with the organization doing something. Like, maybe he's going to be an announcer. I'm telling you, he's going to be an announcer with the team within a couple years. But whatever the reasons for all this stuff, like... It cracks me up, man. And the fanboys defending this stuff, no matter what the Pirates do, is just amazing, you know? I've never seen anything like it, you know? Blows my mind. But anyway, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy the football games. It's DeGrom versus Oviedo today, which, again, is funny. Peace.